Thank you, Cornell. I want to welcome all of you here today as we get to uh, bless a brother from another mother, but the same daddy. And um, we're excited what the Lord is doing and how he's doing everything. Yeah, you can have the, it's anointed right there, brother. And um, and I want to want to honor a Buford and Ann Liscom, if you guys would please stand. Um, we are... CAM, the network I run, is part of a network of networks, and Buford oversees the network of networks. If you follow that, I'll give you a high five at the end of service, okay? And so it's all relational. It's all kingdom. It's not about one person. It's about the kingdom going forward. And um, today, I'm going to get out of the way here. I'm going to introduce this thing, and then I'm going to let some others speak. Um, but uh, I was thinking about Lawrence, and this month is 21 years since we met. Yeah, according to Brinson, you're old. Okay, So I met Brinson when I moved here the end of July 1997, and Brinson introduced me to Lawrence, and we all hung out. Brinson went back to Rama, and, um, and we all were, were running around here. And um, back in those days, we were in a shape other than round, and... Um, <laughs> We would go to the beach, and we'd have a good time, and we were praying for wives, and we're like, God, come on, and, and uh, Lawrence wrecked my motorcycle at the beach, but we're not bringing up bad things, and, and you know, we just had a car, granted, the guy in front of him was an idiot, so he was a friend of ours, too, and, um, and we, we had, we had a, a great time, and then the day came when April came into Lawrence's life, and all of our prayers were answered. Okay? And we're like, yes, somebody that loves Lawrence and can put up with Lawrence, and we don't have to anymore. And then he prayed my wife in, and the rest is history. But what I also realized is that eight years ago this month, we gathered at the former New Covenant Tifton and laid hands on Lawrence and set him in here eight years ago this month. And I believe that one of our roles is to align with God's timing okay the Bible says to walk in step with the spirit and so God is very aware of time and he's very aware of the um the years and the cycles and everything that he brings in and eight is the number of new beginnings so in March of this year as you guys heard a couple of weeks ago a divine discontentment began to take place in Lawrence in April. The Lord began to shift their heart, and a new beginning was being birthed. Well, the hard part of that is that something has to die that you're currently in, and then you go into a new grace. And so there's been a myriad of emotions as part of them is dying, but part of them is birthing new. And nine years ago, as we come to the completion of eight and step into nine, and I... I got it official Google right here, okay? I want you guys, to, if it's on Google, it's official, right? Okay. says the number nine is a season of finality. It's used of the perfect movement of God. It's a number of patience. I don't know about you, but I hate patience, okay? It's a fruit of the Spirit, but it's one that God has to force me through more than it should be okay and as Lawrence and April are transitioning from that season of new beginning to a finality and to the perfect movement of God in this exact month 
It's not by coincidence that this is happening, y'all. Okay? God is the author of all the times and seasons. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, it says, Brethren, do not be ignorant of the times and the seasons, meaning we should all know and all be in step. Okay? So today is a day God has ordained from the foundation of the world, and we're going to celebrate it, and we're going to honor friends, labors in the kingdom. And I'm going to read a passage out of 2 Thessalonians, and then I'm going to let the other people share. So if you do have your word with you, turn to Second Thess- or to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. I knew there was a 2 in there somewhere. First Thessalonians chapter 2. I've been stuck in this book for probably about three months, and it's only five chapters, and it's a, it's a daily read and just soaking it in. And there's an incredible picture of the heart of spiritual fathers and the, the apostolic work that God has created his kingdom to have. And so... If you drop down to chapter 2, verse 4, we're going to pick up, pick up here and we're going to read through 13. So if you guys would, stay with me. It says, We have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. First thing I want you to understand is that Lawrence and April are approved by God. And they, the season that they're in might be coming to an end, but somebody, I think it was uh, Cornell, was talking about the indispensable kingdom is that every single part of us will never not be of worth to God. Every single one of you have gifts and talents and you have abilities that God's going to use. And he has said, by my spirit, you are approved and you're entrusted with the greatest message of anybody in history. And that message is the most powerful message and that message changes lives. And it's called the gospel. And so he goes on to say that we did not speak pleasing men, but God who tests our hearts. Neither at any time did we use flattering words and all this sort of stuff. We didn't seek glory from men. But look at verse 7. It says, but we are gentle among you as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Lawrence and April's heart, while they're, there's times it's very hard, there's times it's exciting, there's conflicting emotions, they did it as a mother and father in the faith. And that's the heart that they have had here. And in verse 8, absolutely just jumped off the page as I was praying about this today. It says, So affectionately longing for you, we were pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but our own lives. Every laborer in the kingdom who specifically is called to lead a church, can any of you quantify the weight of a soul? How much does a soul weigh on somebody's heart? When you stand before God knowing, Lord, you've entrusted me with this group of people, can you put a weight on how much a soul is? Because as a pastor, you can't leave it at the office. As a minister, you don't do 9 to 5 and shut it off, leave it there and go home. You take it with you 24-7 because you're imparting not only the gospel but your life to it. And how much can you really put and say, hey, here's a scale, here's how much a soul weighs, let alone 50, 500, 5,000. How do you do that? And so he goes on here, and he says that you remember our labor and our toil, laboring day and night. Why are we honoring them today? Because they're faithful workers in the kingdom, 
God's moving them to a different season, and we're here to celebrate the seasons, and they're going to go on, and the church is going to go on, okay? Everything goes forward in the kingdom, and that's what we got to focus on. And then verse 11 says, We exhorted and comforted, we charged every one of you as a father does his own children, that you would walk worthy of God. The greatest testament is that you guys walk worthy of the Lord and continue to move forward. That's the greatest gift you can give Lawrence and April. And as they continue to walk forward and to do this. And then we're going to end with verse 13. For this reason we thank God without ceasing because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men but in its truth. This word which effectively works in you who believe. One thing that over the 21 years of walking with Lawrence and April, that man loves the Word of God, okay? And anybody knows him knows that that's the case, okay? And he has imparted that. He's imparted his own life, and that's what we're here to honor today. So I've asked four people to get up and share, and Papa Bill, I'm going to throw you under the bus first, okay? And then Cornell and Laurel and Casey are going to share and I'm going to get out of the way here and let you guys honor Lawrence in your own words. Uh, mixed emotions, you know. Uh, I, uh, I've shared a couple times with y'all about reading uh, Our Utmost for His Highest, and I've read it through twice, and I'm reading it again, and sometimes I say, did I read this page? You know, uh, but one of the things I was reading about was that uh, sometimes we think the destination that we see is the purpose when really it's the journey. It's in the journey that God the Father teaches us. The destination, we're going to always have destinations. Destinations are going to change. If you, you know, you think, if I can just get there, I will have made it. As long as we live in this earth, we will constantly be growing and changing. It's about the destination. It's about the purpose. It's about God changing us and teaching us. Uh, Carolina this morning was talking about King David. He was anointed king as a young man, but he wasn't king for a long time. And he went through stuff to prepare him for that. God knows all of our flaws when he calls us. He knows everything about us when he calls us and he calls us. Because he knows. He said the end of David, he fulfilled his purpose and, and he was a man after my own heart. And he is the apple of my eye. When you touch him, God said you're poking me in the eye. Father, we just thank you for Lawrence and April. We thank you, Father God, for the place you have for them, the place you have for their children. You know, I have brothers and sisters. I've got a brother in Michigan. I've got a sister in Michigan. I've got children in Michigan. I've got children here. I've got one that drives a truck, and she's liable to be anywhere at any given time. But you know they're my family. They're always my family. It doesn't matter. You're always my family. You're always our family. You'll never not be our family. That's who we are. We're a family. 
And God calls us into different places at different times, but we never stop being family. I have a sister right here that in our earlier years, we may have had some disagreements. But if she's on her way home and her car breaks down and she calls me, I'm coming. I'm coming because I'm her brother. We're here. You're going to always be family. We appreciate you. You've sowed into our lives eight years. I remember the first time. I remember the first time you ever preached here. I remember it. You're always going to be in our hearts. Carol and I are always going to be your family. We're always going to, yeah, we're going to be Granny and Papa all the time. Always. We love you. Yes. And listen, you're always welcome at our home. Always. Any of you. But we love you guys. We appreciate you. And we declare God's purpose. We declare his purpose. We declare that he has designed specific stuff for you. And we declare it coming to pass in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Love you. Next. Uh, Amen. That's just, I think, Bill, you just shared all of our hearts. Um, I want to say this real quick. During praise and worship, I had such a sense. I felt like the Holy Spirit gave me such a sense that um, he's arranging, you know, we're, he's building a spiritual temple. And we are each one of us stones in that temple, not just the ones on this front row. Each one are stones in that temple. And I had such a sense during praise and worship, he's setting stones in place. He's setting stones in place. Each one of us are getting set in a new place. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But, um, you know, I was thinking about, um, I'm kind of the new kid on the block um, here, relatively speaking to the others. And I was thinking how I got here was two and a half years ago. I was like, I was living, staying with a friend, living out of a suitcase. I'd moved back from Africa and didn't own a thing and seeking the Lord about my next assignments. And on Facebook, I saw a cam post saying a church needed help in the children's ministry. And so I thought, well, I'm not, I don't have any Sunday responsibilities right now. I can go a couple times and, and help them. And so I contacted Bill and asked if he thought I'd be a good fit. And so anyway, so, but I, I remember the first Sunday I walked in, and I, can, I just want to ditto what Bill just said. I just sensed the love. I sensed the family, and I just felt like even though that church had been there, that building had been there, it felt there was a, a new feeling about it. There was a new feeling about it. And um, as I, we just kind of walked through that process, you know, of, of trying to decide, you know, trying to hear what the Lord was saying and discerning if, it, if I was coming here. And um, one night, on a Friday night, we had a game night over at Bill and Carol's house with the leaders. And, um, that, and that was the first time I really got to know um, really – one-on-one some of the people and as I left going home after that trip I really felt like the Lord really ministered in my heart um, that he wasn't just um, bringing me to a new church he was giving me a new family he was giving me a new family and so I want to thank you and I want to honor you for allowing me for opening that door and asking me to come and trust in me with your kids I never take it lightly when people trust me with their children because I know that is the most valuable 
valuable thing that we have, and I never take that for granted. And so I want to thank you for that. And the other thing I was thinking about, um, when we were in the other building and we used to meet um, for prayer on Tuesday mornings, um, and this was before I think we'd seriously begin to talk about the cell in that building and doing something new. And um, I, I remember I had a word about the Lord, the Holy Sp Spirit spoke to me and said, we were about to enter uncharted waters and that we were going to have to navigate through. Jesus was going to navigate us through uncharted waters. And I just want to thank you for navigating us well through these uncharted waters because we are doing something that hadn't been seen and hadn't been done and that you took, I watched you t you, your courage to make some bold decisions and even things that angered, the com you know, you had the potential of what you were going to face even with the community that you heard from the Lord and you took a stand. And I want to honor you and thank you for that and for leading us to this place, to this place. And like Bill said, we're always family. We're always family. And we love you. Thank you. Amen. Well, I'll start with a story. I guess that, that kind of works, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, how did I get here, all right? So um, I'm, in, uh, I'm down with Living Water. Uh, I was there for five months. So I get back, and my mom was sick, so I was up in Michigan really helping out with her. And then right as I'm getting back, really, uh, I get a call from Pastor Lawrence, who years before was my home church pastor down in Valdosta, so I knew, you know, we had relationship, but I was like, oh, okay, I don't know exactly kind of what this is going to look like, and he's like, you know, I want you to pray about maybe coming up to Tifton, and I'm like, eh, no, <laughs> and uh, so I think he called me back again, and it was still kind of like, eh, I'm praying about it. <laughs> And then he said, well, come see it, you know, come spy out the land. So I agree. I come down, spy out the land. I really feel like the Lord's speaking to me. I get sick. I mean, I get sick, sick. I mean, I haven't been that sick. It was just an attack of the enemy. But anyways, so I finally come, and it, it was just amazing to see in what the Lord was doing. And, and I really feel like the Lord knit me together with each person here that, that like Miss Laurel said, it, it has felt like family. That there, ha there has been, it's been a smaller, closer, kind of tight-knit group. Um, but I really appreciate you. One of the things that, you know, I feel like the Lord has really kind of helped me kind of walk in better. Well, first, jokingly, being spontaneous in season and out of season, I've, I've started to walk in that on a totally different level, all right? But, but honestly speaking, that I, I've really seen you as a man of faith, that, that one is really able to take those steps, and then maybe the people around you are like, well, I don't necessarily see that, but then we're just like, oh, well, now I see it. Or, you know, at the same time, being able to be humble and say, okay, well, I'm kind of seeing this, but you guys are seeing this, but, well, I'm, I'm kind of seeing that now, too. So, but just being a man of faith to be able to navigate, like Miss Laurel was saying, through really kind of uncharted waters, and I really do believe that you've kind of helped really break open some things that needed to be, to be broke open. So I, I, I appreciate that for kind of the kingdom's sake but also just for me personally that really helped me to, 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 to take steps on a, on a greater level when I don't necessarily see, you know, what those steps look like. Even though maybe I have, like, maybe a little prophetic vision, but I don't see it right now, you know, but being able to walk that thing out in faith. And also just, you know, how you've handled yourself and, and how you relate to your family have just been 
things that I've really, you know, I may not say it much, but I'm, I'm one of those more like quiet processors. I see it, I, I check that back there, put that on the back burner, say, okay, well, that's how you relate, that's how you do that, this is how you raise up three girls, this is how, you know what I'm saying, just faithful man, diligent, great husband, you know, just, so there's, I've been watching, you know, and uh, I just, I thank you, I honor you, um, you're worthy of honor. And, and there was this one thing that uh, I felt like the Lord put on my heart just to share with you. It says uh, in uh, Proverbs 26, it says, Most men will proclaim each other his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? And I, I believe that you, you know, you're a faithful man. And, you know, even when we look at King David, you know, I, I think it was uh, Brother Bill that said that. The end, God says, period, whatever anything looked like, he fulfilled the things that I had for him. You know what I'm saying? He was a man after my own heart. He doesn't record kings. It's there, but Chronicles is, you know what I'm saying? If, if Chronicles is what it looks like for our lives, I mean, for David's life, how much more, how much more better does it look in the new covenant in Jesus' blood? So, Father, I just thank you for Pastor Lawrence. I just bless him in Jesus' name. I bless their family. And I, I know that we're going to pray for him later, but I just... I'm appreciative of, of the impact that he's made in my life personally. So, Amen. Thank you. All right, Brother Casey, you want to come up and share, my friend? And uh, after Casey shares, we're going to let you guys gather around Lawrence and Abel. We're going to pray over them, and somebody get a phone out because you can record the words that are spoken because I'm sure the Holy Spirit's going to be speaking and be great for them to have that. And then we're going to make a receiving line and let you guys just individually go by, hug their neck, love them, bless them, and do that, and let you guys have the rest of this time with Lawrence and April. Just stand right here and let me put you in the headlock, because I said I really don't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, I got you. But, um, 2010, August, um, was when this journey started for all of us here. New Covenant then, now in One Love. Um, I was doing something that I really had never done before. I started leading a praise and worship, and I said, Lord, we got to pray for somebody else to come along and take this thing. <laughs> I, I love praise and worship, but, you know, leading it wasn't, I'd rather help somebody lead it, you know. But uh, Brother Lawrence, he was gracious and generous and, had grace on me, you know, in force and with us. But, uh, you know, of each one of us in here eight years ago, if we'd have wrote a script about how we thought we'd be now, it would probably be different than what it's turned out. Um, I'll probably have the same goal in mind and the same path, but it, it would be a different journey. But, you know, God's got the first and the last say on how it goes. So... You know, Lawrence and April, we we appreciate everything y'all have done. We uh, appreciate your time here. We appreciate your commitment. Um, you've opened my eyes to some things, to some of the ways that I used to think that maybe, you know, not to say that they weren't important, but maybe I could take some, uh, some importance off of here and put a little more over here, you know. So, um, but we appreciate y'all. And thank y'all for everything y'all have done. And I would just like to say to the body, you know, like Brother Bill said, um, even though this chapter in their life is closed, they're still our brother and sister. And I charge each one of you 
and challenge you to pray for your brother and sister daily, that they will be in the will of God, and they will, they will know the will of God, and they will not very left or not very right, but they'll stay on that path for the kingdom business. And so in the name of Jesus, I just bless you, and I pray the will of God over y'all's lives. And just, and I just, like I say, it's, it's, it's y'all's obligation and it's y'all's duty to pray for your brothers and sisters. So don't forget, pray for your brother, pray for your sister. We love y'all. Thank you, Casey. All right, we're going to kind of move things out here. Lawrence, April, if y'all would, come on up. I'm going to ask Pastor Buford, Ann, and Brinson, anybody else that wants to come up and uh, lay hands on Lawrence and April. And uh, like I said, I encourage somebody to get something. Cornell, if, if your phone records or whatever, to be able to do a voice memo or something like that, to be able to record that. But um, I just want to take a time to, to bless him. And the verse that I was going to end with here as we go into our prayer time is Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, which says, He who began a good work will be faithful to complete it. We've already heard that about David. We've already heard that about, you know, that God brought David to that place where he is known throughout the annals of history as a man after God's own heart. And so we're going we're gonna to pray this, and uh, we're going we're gonna to just bless Lawrence and April. So I want you all to gather around, and let's form a full circle around them. And uh, if the Lord's stirring something, we're going to let you guys speak it. And um, and we're just going to bless this wonderful family. Just as I was praying, I heard the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. Yes. From the very beginning until the end, he knows your footsteps. And he's orchestrated. He's orchestrated your footsteps here, and he's orchestrating your footsteps where you're going. And, you know, that doesn't mean it says the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. don't mean you have to be afraid to put your foot down. That's right. It means that wherever you put your foot down, he's going with you. And when he needs you to stop, he'll tell you. When he needs you to turn right, he'll tell you. It don't mean you have to be fearful of putting your foot down or taking a step. But he's ordering those steps. He ordered this step, and he's ordering the other yes, steps. Yes. So, Father, we are faithful, and we trust you. And we, we thank you that you're watching over Lawrence and April. And you're watching over the girls. And, Father, you have a place, and you have a destiny, you have steps yes. for them. That's right. And we declare, Father God, in the name of Jesus, they will put their foot where you desire That's it right. to be, and you will direct them, Father God, when they need to take a change. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for that. We trust you, sir, that you order their steps. Hallelujah. Lawrence, I hear the Lord saying to think not this a strange moment. It's only strange in the minds and the eyes of people.
But the Lord says, my intention is clear. My purpose is, is clear. Uh, though you don't see it all together uh, entirely, now you will. And I think he's saying that same word to One Love Church today, that this is really not a strange time. It's strange to you. It's uncomfortable and even difficult, but uh, in my eyes, things are clear. That I have a, I have a future. That as you end one season, a whole new season uh, is opening up to you to think not this strange, but to seek me with your whole heart. And that I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you and I'll, I'll make the way clear, Lawrence and April and the girls, uh, and, and for One Love Church. And Father, I pray for Lawrence and April now, Lord. God, that they would hear uh, your voice. They would not act out of what uh, they've just they've learned in this season, but they would hear your voice in the midst of it all. It'd be clear. And Lord, I pray that for one love as well, Lord Jesus. We bless this family now, Lord, and all that you are and all that you have and the accumulative experience of the total of eight years, God. Uh, we pray that you would cause it to shape and to... Uh, form them in who they are to be ahead, Lord, and not just what they're to do, but who they are. Lord, clarify uh, and continue to work, Father. Thank you for family, Lord. Thank you for the uh, the sense of family here among all, Lord God. And uh, Lord, as others have said, let it continue to just strengthen. We, we, we pray, Lord, and bless what you've blessed and align ourselves with what you've aligned here. Lord God, there's a realignment taking place, a kingdom realignment, Lord, and it's a good work, not a strange work, Lord. Um, following after the Lord is not an easy thing to do most of the time. It's a faith thing that, you ha that we do as... Um, people that are pastors and trying to hear what God's saying and, and, um, and stepping out in faith, trusting him and believing him. And, um, so it's hard to step out and do it, and then it's hard, to, it's hard to know when God says it's time to move on and do something else. And, um, and uh, it's just as much a faith walk as as stepping into something. And so um, I, I, I just appreciate that Lawrence and April have been willing to hear what the Lord's saying to them about it's time to step out and that they've been willing to, um, to do that even though it doesn't seem like it's the right timing or that it's um, what everybody else thinks should be done or... Um, but that they are trying to hear what God's saying to them and that they're willing to step out in faith and do what God's called them to do. And because of that, I believe that the Lord is going to meet them right where they are. He's going to speak to them. He's going to show them what their next step is. In fact, he's going to show you each step that you're supposed to take. And what and and the, the key to what... Um, uh, the key to where you're going, to what you're going to be doing, is is taking one step at a time, trusting Him uh, to speak to you, and and trusting Him to show you, and 
and uh, uh, speak to you and let you know what, and, the, and, and just knowing um, beyond a shadow of a doubt deep down inside what he's saying. And, and, and it's going to be together, and um, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're just going to know it, um, that this is what God's saying. And so um, I just bless you um, in, the, in this uh, endeavor that you're doing to be trusting the Lord with your family, with your uh, lives, with your ministry, that, um, that God's in control of you, and that uh, I pray for... Um, one love church that that these people that god has placed here that each one of you would be able to trust god totally and completely that um that god's not taking away from you he's he's got something wonderful and uh, t uh for you ahead that he's he's got something um more uh for you than what you've even seen before and uh, that uh, his word is true and he will meet your needs and he will bring the one that uh, that is uh, that's going to meet uh, the needs that you have here and that he says um, is supposed to be here and so uh, the key for you <laughs> is to trust him it's all about trusting God it's all about trusting God. And that's all he's asking you to do is trust him and stand faithful and, uh, and hear what he has to say to you. And so th I thank you, Lord, that you are a trustworthy God. And uh, you've proven yourself over and over and over again to me. And I just pray and believe and know that you're going to prove yourself over and over to these people in Jesus' name. Yeah, as we were standing here, I just, <clears throat> I felt like the Lord was just saying that I haven't brought you this far to leave you, that I've been with you this whole time, and I'll be with you to the very end, um, and that, you know, that this season, this next season was going to be one of increase, of recuperation, and of joy, that, that he, he wanted you to know joy, his joy, that, that, and he wanted to fulfill that joy, that it would just be full. So I just declare that season over you of increase, of recuperation, and of joy. Yes. The joy of the Lord being that, that, that strength that refreshes you from your very, your innermost being, from your spirit, man. That that, that joy would be full in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. You know, this scripture just uh, came to me and just reminded me, and usually you, you hear this when there's a new season that's taking place, but... He has brought you both into a season for such a time as this. That you've been preparing all your lives for the moment that you're about to step into. And God, we just thank you right now for Lawrence and April. We thank you, God, that their steps are ordered of the Lord, even though they went up to the drive-in window and didn't order the steps. Maybe that, uh, that, that you, maybe they have right now, Lord. You don't go up to a drive-in window and ask for what you want. In the kingdom, you ask for what it is that God wants to give. And, and he's brought you to, into this season to step into a new, a new step, a new thing that he wants to do. And God, we just declare over them in this new season divine grace, divine rest. Well, we, we thank you that the greatest rest or the greatest uh, step of faith is rest. Ceasing from their own works so that they can do your works. 
God, we pray that they would enter into such a level of rest, God, that they could just see things happen like they haven't before. We just take any uh, just bondage that would make them sense that they have to get into a performance mentality. But God, that we, we pray in Jesus' name that you would give them grace to press in, but God, grace to rest in. Grace to press in and grace to rest in. And know, know what season they're in and at the moment they're in. And we just declare for them as good brothers and friends, God, I thank you for their friendship. We thank you, God, for all these in this room that call them friends. And we thank you that we're united by our friend, Jesus. And we ask you, God, to bless them, to encourage them, and to empower them, and to release them into all that you have for them. In the name of Jesus. I'm just going to share this real quick, just as just an encouragement. Elisha didn't understand when the Lord told him to go to the desert, but he commanded the ravens in the spring to provide for him. But that positioned him to go to Zarephath, where he commanded a widow to provide for him. And that positioned him to be able to go forward and accomplish the things God had to do. And you've heard it all a myriad of different ways, but everywhere God is leading you, he's commanded the provision, he's commanded the the timing of it and it always is setting you up for the next step god is a master chess player he's 18 moves ahead and he sees it way before we ever do it and so we bless you and we trust you into the hands of that omniscient omnipotent awesome merciful wonderful god who will be faithful to finish the work that he has started in you and so we love you and we bless you in jesus name Amen. Amen. Cornell, could you move some chairs like over this way that they can All right. If you would. We're going to let you guys be able to come and hug Lawrence and April's neck. We're going to move some chairs over here for their family. And if you guys would, just pass through and uh, give them a hug. And we're going to get out of the way here and let you guys love on them. Pastor Buford, would you close? Sure. Can I just say a quick word to you, the church family here that uh, the church is not a pastor it's not just about a pastor pastors come and pastors go but God's building his body today and I just want to encourage you that uh, greater things are ahead and uh, that this is not the end this is a beginning and you have great and strong uh, church fathers here that are going to step in in the weeks to come and urge you and encourage you to cry out to God and to fast and pray to, to just seek God about what's next. Uh, I mean, no, God works all things out together for good. Uh, I tell people it took me a long time, a lot of mistakes, and a few scars to get this smart. And uh, I've seen these things happen. And, uh, but as we come together and believe together, uh, I, I, I really believe uh, that you're entering a whole new season. Tifton, Georgia needs One Love Church. And the kingdom of God needs to be advanced here. And God has pre-selected all of you and assembled you here for such a time as this. So can I just encourage you to pray and just to ask God. Nobody has an agenda here but God's agenda. And that's all we want. That's all we, we just want to be a part of what God's a part of. And, uh, and so please pray to that end over the coming days and uh, have expectation for what God's about to do. Would you do that? 
and just be family. I love the sense of family that God's formed here. And don't let that go. Hold on to that and pray for one another. Father, it's a great honor to bless this church today. We believe, God, that you have, uh, uh, like I've just said, brought these together from this place and that place for such a time as this. We believe, Lord, that this is not an end but a new beginning. It's a new beginning for Lawrence and April and the girls. It's a new beginning for this church family here, Lord. And I pray, God, that, uh, Lord, uh, there's a sense of loss, and with a sense of loss, there's uh, some grief and some disappointment. And we just pray, Lord, that you would just comfort and minister to the church family as they walk through this season, Lord God, uh, that we would be reminded, Lord, in your word, that uh, uh, grieving lasts for a night, but joy comes in the morning, Lord. And we believe there's great joy ahead, Lord. And we just joy in the deep sense that you're in control here, Lord. You're in control with the destiny of Lawrence and April. You're in control of the destiny of this local church. And Lord, as someone has said, we don't believe you brought us this far to leave us, but that you've got great things ahead, Lord. And I just pray, we bind the power of hell and Satan in Jesus' name, Lord, uh, over this church, Lord, and we loose them from the will of this world and the will of the devil, and we release them, Lord, in Jesus' name, to walk in what God has for them here in the days ahead, that they will align with the kingdom interests, not their interests, not their opinion, but your word, Lord God. We just bless this church. We pray, Holy Spirit, be poured out over them in days ahead. Lord, bring joy and peace in the midst that they walk through and purpose and plan and vision, God, ahead. And we just pray oneness. We pray one love over one love today, Lord. We pray, God, that you would pour out on them, Lord. We, not our will, but your will. I pray thy kingdom come, Lord, here over this church and over this city. As you've designed it to be so in heaven, Lord, let it be so here. That's our will. That's our desire. We believe that's your de destiny for each and every one of us. I pray, Lord God, for, for fresh, fresh joy and peace, a release, not bondage, Lord God. Thank you, Father, that you've got it, you, that you've got this, Lord. We trust in you and nothing else, Lord. Thank you, God, for what you have ahead, Lord. May you be honored and glorified in it and through it all. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you guys. Sure good to be here with you all today.